very special Halloween episode of Roll to Play Podcast. I am your grave master, Kent Boo. This week we have a horrible game of dread. <laughs> I invited over my victims, I mean friends, to run through this game and see what horrors awaited them. <laughs> so sit back, grab some bones, grab a scare sheet, and get ready to row to slay. <laughs> this week for our special Halloween episode, we are playing Dread. And I've brought over some of my friends to take part in this game. So we're going to go around the table, which you can't see, and just let everybody introduce themselves. We'll start to my left, Andy. A little bit about yourself, and then I want you to tell me your favorite Halloween costume ever. Hi, I'm Andy, and I like to party. And, uh, I, I don't know, I don't dress up for Halloween. You've never dressed up for Halloween? It's been like 15 years since I had to dress no, up. No, it wasn't. Halloween. I know factually you were Captain America about four years ago. I forgot about that. Uh, I'm going as Flash this year. There so yeah, that, that'll be my favorite one because I'm going as the Flash and he's my favorite superhero. So, all right. Have you ever role played before? Once. Role playing game before? I role played once. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> Even though I already know this answer. Role play game once. I should. We play Call of Cthulhu. Yep. And my. Sweet pipes saved us from a giant snake. Say, I remember you saving the day and ruining my session I because voice. this giant flying snake was supposed to kill everybody. But Andy, because I was generous and said, I'll give you 20 points in singing because you're a dilettante and you know they know things like that. And he's like, all right, and he rode. And he's like, oh yeah, I sing this, uh, this saving spell. I'm like, well, fuck, I didn't get to eat anybody. My sweet rolling skills came into play. Yeah. All right, moving on from you, we'll get we'll, we'll go around to characters in a minute. Kara, hi. A little bit about yourself. Favorite Halloween costume? Any role playing experience? I'm Kara. I don't really want to tell you anything about myself. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Favorite Halloween costume that I dressed up as? Yeah. Oh, oh, I was the Joker one year. Nice. Yeah. Like a dress. Which version of Joker, like? Oh, well, like the one in the purple suit. Okay. I went old school. Like classic Joker. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, what was the other question? What do you want to know? Role-playing experience? Role yeah. I don't know. Played several Pathfinder, several Pathfinder games. Um, I played 3.5 and 5.0 D&D. Fate Accelerated. I played a ton. Yeah. No 4.0. No 4.0. Yeah. 4. Nobody wants to play with 4.0. 4.0. Um, I like parts of it, but man, those combats would take forever. Right. I mean, you're basically doing a miniatures game at that point. Mm -hmm. so. All right, we're going to move on to David. David, you've heard the questions. Let's hear some answers. <clears throat> Hi, I'm David. I sell cars and I have hair on my balls. Um, my favorite, uh, Halloween costume, um, I've had a lot of really cool ones. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen a couple. Yeah, I was, um, 
My mom made me Beetlejuice one year. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like the mask though, so she dyed my hair green. It was a wild experience. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite I've seen you is Elvis. Well, I was not Elvis. You are. I was the honky tonk man. I'm cool. I'm cocky, and I'm bad. I don't know who Elvis is. Okay. <laughs> but and I was also like um, um, Maxwell Edison from yeah. Maxwell Silverhammer, the Beatles song. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that, that was pretty one, cool. Yeah. It was like a mad scientist gear. I was supposed to find a silver mallet, like that's what he kills people with, but I couldn't find one, so I bought a children's Thor hammer. I mean, that's good. Enough. It's kind of appropriate, yeah. though. So Silver, yeah. mallety looking. It's kind of neat. You have just a little bit of role playing experience. Yeah, in a past life, I was a small gnome that rode a, a war dog, and I had lots of liquor. Yeah, rum specifically. Rum yeah. specifically. Yeah, I was gonna barter for our life with rum. Like we woke up in the middle of the night, and they were like, "Oh God, goblins or whatever," you know, and be like, "Hey, get drunk, let us go." But it never came to that. We actually no. murdered a rather large person. Yep. And by that, he means giant. Not like fat dude. We don't know the weight of the giant. It was never explained. We knew he was a giant. I guess he could have been a fat giant. He could have been a big old roly poly giant. All right. So, like I said, we're doing dread. Um, let's talk about your characters a little bit, and we will start with Kara. Um, I'm just going to go through. Whenever you play dread, the GM creates a questionnaire for everybody to kind of guide characters, but the but the players get to really create the characters and backstory. So I'm going to just pick out a couple questions from each of the questionnaires for you to answer. Uh, so let's go with what do you, Kara, what do you, does your character do because all your friends do it even though you really don't want to? She sleeps. Friends don't want her to sleep? Well, no, her oh, friends want her to sleep. Yeah, they want yeah. her, she doesn't like to sleep. Yeah. Okay. Um, what makes you so good at solving puzzles? Um, mania plus I'm a genius. Um, let's see. Why are you at this party? Uh, networking and fun. Networking and fun. That's why probably a lot of people go to parties. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your character's name? My character's name is Autumn, but everybody calls her Sparky. And your character has a relationship with David's character. You guys are brother and sister, maybe? Yeah, that's the one. So, David, let's go with you. Um, let's see. When you tell people you're a risk taker, what event in your life do you reference? I referenced one time that my friends all jumped off a bridge, and I did too. You did too. Yeah. So if you're, so you know, the old saying, if all your friends were jumping off a bridge, would you too? And I would, but I would do it riskier. And your and your character said, "Fuck yes, but with style." Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you get where you want to go around town? Um, I got a bitchin' uh, crotch rocket. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so like a new one, hand me down. Oh, no, no, no. This is one I found like a pawn shop and had to fix up. Yeah. It's got a bitchin' flame on it. So it's made with lots of love. Yeah. Yeah. What is your character's name? My character's name is Cliff. Cliff. 
because of all the riskiness. Yeah, when you're, on cliffs. When you're born with the name Cliff, there is only one route in life you can take. Yep. And that is to jump off tall shit. All right, Andy, who is not related to the other characters, uh, but will establish a relationship somehow. Let's go with when were you really courageous? Uh, I went skydiving once. Oh, yeah? pretty cool. I went by myself. Yeah? No, no tandem? No, no tandem. Yeah. Only me. All right. Um, what item are you never found without? Uh, my cell phone. Your cell phone. It's very convenient to have around in situations. Yeah. I would say that's probably appropriate for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, why did you give up on martial arts? Because I ran out of money. Oh. Well, that being an adult kind of sucks, so, you know, once yeah. you get out of your parents' house, have to pay bills, got to cut back. Yeah. Why are you at this party? Well, same reason as David is. <laughs> My name is Cliff. Oh, Cliff. <laughs> it was to pound some beer and smash some puss. <laughs> All right. And what is your name? So, uh, horror story. <laughs> My name is Pete Peters because my parents hate me. Pete Peters. So we're going to start. It is Halloween night. There is this big raging party that uh, you're all, all, well, your mutual friend Felicia has invited you to. She knew her parents were going to be out of town and she wanted to throw just a big rager of a Halloween party um, just to let loose. You know, she's been in a couple years of college now and a real real uh, strenuous like nursing program so she really used to cut loose she loves Halloween and we're gonna start with Pete as you have how did you get to this party did you drive did you walk public transpo I drove all right uh, what are you wearing to this party what's your Halloween costume dressed like Freddy Krueger like Freddy Krueger all okay. right so you pull up to Felicia's house. It's a really nice house. Felicia's parents have a lot of money. That's why she tends to throw the parties because she has the room for it. You pull up this nice picturesque you know, house. It's, it's a little bit on the outside of town, um, back on a, off a quarter mile long road. They, they really like their, their seclusion. Her parents are doctors. Uh, the mom's a doctor and the dad is a novelist. So they like to be secluded for, for uh, her dad's writing purposes, so he does not distract it as much. So you pull up, there are a ton of cars here. People are parking in the grass off the side of the driveway. You see just people milling about outside, all kinds of different you know Halloween costumes. You've got Fred from Scooby-Doo, you got some pirates, you've got you know, assorted uh, sexy costumes, men and women alike. There's a nice Cupid costume, a Cupid costume. This this buff football player is running around in a diaper, uh, shooting people with foam arrows. So what what do you do as you walk up? Who do you see anybody you know? Uh, no, not at first. Not at first. Okay, so no. you just kind of just kind of milling about, hanging out, meeting people. Finding the finding the beer. Finding the beer. Okay. Do you head inside immediately or hang out outside? It's it's even though it's Halloween, you know, it's a, it's it's kind of warm this time of year. It's not too bad. Uh, You're quite comfortable in your Freddy sweater. 
just kind of, yeah, I guess I just kind of hang, say hi to everybody that's outside, just make my way inside. Bounce from crowd to crowd. Yeah. All right. See what's going on. Cool. There's probably a beer pong game going on. Seems to be all the rage with the kids these days. Maybe. All right. So about this time, uh, are you two riding together? Siblings. You're not going to ride with me? Hell no. I got a crotch rocket. <laughs> all right. We're going to go with... Make my own entrance, girl. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> so shortly, you know, about about five minutes after Pete shows up, you hear, you hear from down the street just the revving of this bike. Uh, and you tell us. You come tearing around the corner. That sounded like... <laughs> Car, but that was a crotch rocket. I am just <laughs> so tell us your entrance. You come tearing around, I come tearing around this corner. There's like leaves flying everywhere because it's Halloween and I'm blowing them around with my crotch rocket. Pull up in there, people got to jump out of the way. I'm going through the yard, just skid to the stop right in front of these couple of girls dressed as, you know, I don't know, sexy witches or something. And just look at and be like, hmm, what's up, witches? And they kind of, you know, they look at you and they kind of chuckle a little bit. They're not sure how to take this this guy who's pulled up and dressed as. Since, since I'm dressed as uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I look right at them and I go, can you smell what the cliff is cooking? And one leans he's like, oh god, he's doing the weird cliff thing again. <laughs> I say, whatever, witch, and I rip my crotch rocket and drive to the other side of the yard. So Cliff makes his entrance, people eyebrows, <laughs> a couple groups of, of ladies trying to get some interest. And then a few minutes later, um, Autumn, Sparky, Sparky pulls up. Where do you go? Felicia's one of your probably really good friends. Well, I should probably walk in and say hey to Felicia, then I'm gonna find beer okay. immediately after that. All right, so what is Sparky showing up in? What she is... drives the black solstice. All right, what's her costume tonight? She's, um... she anti-costume? She what? Is she like, I'm too old to be in costume? No, she would probably do something dumb, like be a witch. She would be oh. those witches that you were speaking about. Oh, sweet. <laughs> just rock macked on my sister. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go with that. <laughs> you I was thinking witch earlier and then I was like, no, I gotta come up with something else. Oh. <laughs> no, she... we're gonna go with that. <laughs> with witch? Okay, yeah. So Sparky pulls up, throws the people's eyebrow, doesn't realize one of one of the witches is in fact his sister. <laughs> and heads off and uh, Sparky knows it's Cliff probably expects this kind of behavior out of him and takes that as a moment to get herself inside and find Felicia. As she walks in, you walk into this house, you come into the foyer. Um, as you look forward, there's this long hallway that hits down into the family room. Uh, off to the left, you have a dining room and kind of a entertaining room off of that. But when you come in, you see right there in front of the door, you see Felicia. She is got herself up on a table, just finishing off a beer bong as you walk in. And she lays eyes on Sparky and she's like, hey girl, so glad you could make it. I didn't know if you'd get back in town. Hey, ask me that bong. All right, she, <laughs> she said, get up on the table. 
I get up on the table. All right. She fills the bong, hands it to you, and lets you uh, drink the yeah, yeah. chug, chug the beer bong. Are there people around th- around me chanting chug? Oh yeah, they're going chug, chug, chug. So we are going to have you. You're up on a table. You're ch- you're you're hitting the beer bong. We're going to go ahead and ask for your first pull. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die chugging beer. Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> huh? I want to die chugging beer. So the rules of dread are: whenever you ha- you have something, you have to pull a Jenga block and place it on top. Standard Jenga rules. And if you make the tower fall, your character will die. It may not be immediately, but death will be inescapable at that point. Or maybe they'll run away or something, but you will find yourself exited as a player from the game. So, Kara is pulled and placed. She's good. She hits the beer bong, and, you know, she's been in school studying real hard, trying to maintain good grades and a social life, and, you know, it just comes back to her, and she just chugs the whole beer, no problem, and whatever you want to do afterwards. I don't know. Can we do it again? (laughs) (laughs) She says, reload. (laughs) And everybody starts chanting, reload, reload, reload. And so as that happens, we will shoot over to Pete. What's Pete doing? Has he made it inside yet? What's what's going on in Pete's life? Uh, He's kind of hanging out. He found some beers, kind of chilling out. He's watching old girl over here take down another funnel. So he made it inside. He made it inside. So, you know, there's music going, appropriately uh, millennial pop music going right now, just blasting through the house. Felicia's parents have this very nice uh, sound system hooked up. It just feeds into all the rooms. You know, this house is used for entertaining. Is Pete a dancing man or is he kind of Pete a... Pete is not a dancing man. Not a dancing man. Wallflower-ish, maybe. Pete just walk, hangs out to the side. Yeah. Awfully. All right, so as Pete's doing that, this this, uh, this guy walks up. Um, he's like, oh, Pete, what's up, man? This is a guy you know as Kurt. He, he, he's in some classes with you at the at the college in town. and He's like, hey, have you had anything to drink yet? Yeah, man, I'm already like 3 in. What about uh, you? He's like, oh, yeah, well, he's like, I've been hitting the Jaeger bombs pretty hard. He, he hands you over a, a shot glass. Oh, yeah. He pours some wild turkey in there. He's like, all right, bro, let's go. Hey, Halloween. Halloween. We're going to call for a pull to see if see if you get this down or maybe you choke on it. Just pull a brick. Ooh, you better put it on, on the side closest to me. Don't die drinking beer or shot of turkey. So, yeah. yeah. You take it, you pound it down. You get another one immediately and pound that one down too. You, you, you're good with drinking. You're used to it. Unless you answered, do you like to drink no on your questionnaire. What did you answer? I answered yes. Awesome. <laughs> good. Let's right. pass the point of rescue on that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in Cliff's world? Oh, well, Cliff has parked the crotch rocket. Safely. The only anybody stealing this crotch rocket. It's got flames on it. I don't know if you heard. But Cliff's a bit of a risk taker, right? And he feels like this party's a little dull, right? Still outside. So 
He's now climbed on top of the garage. Nice. There's okay. a nice three-car detached garage. Well, it's a garage that's on the side of the house. And I'm kind of hoping there's a pool somewhere here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely a pool. Okay. There's probably nothing in it because it's fall. And it has the cover on it. So there's definitely water under that cover. Well, you know what Cliff's about to do. Oh, yeah. Cliff, you can climb up to the top of the garage. How does Cliff get everybody's attention? Cliff goes, hey, you losers, look up here. Everybody looks up that's out in the yard. About, about 15 people yeah. suddenly turn and look. So Cliff, is, he's calm as the rock, right? Right. So he's standing up there and he takes off his rock t-shirt and he's got some drawn on abs and, and muscles, yeah. right? And then he does the rock breakaway pants. Just yeah. He's got on his rock trunks, right? You know, and he's like, watch me do this sweet people's elbow into that pool. I'm talking to you, Karen. <laughs> Karen is like, points to herself. And, and, and Cliff points back, gives her a flex and people's eyebrow. Does he do it with his finger? Yes, because Cliff can't really do the people's <laughs> So he raises it up. Yeah. And then he takes a couple of steps backwards, runs and jumps off. Aim for the pool. And I guess I'm going to have to pull a jangle block. Oh, yeah. I think you know what we're doing now. <laughs> pull that brick. <laughs> you were the only one that's in a situation that you could die. <laughs> Cliff's a risk taker. Oh, his name is Cliff the Risk Master. He's still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one of these to pull. I'm going to die. Uh, he walks back a couple steps, walks forward, jumps into the pool, makes it triumphantly. Uh, it, it's really not that um, triumphant because there's a pool cover on it. So he just sort of hits the pool cover and some water goes up. And now he's kind of all trapped up in this pool cover. But he gets himself free and then he turns to Karen and says, Shove that up your candy ass, Karen. And she's like, she looks at him and she's like, uh, well... I don't think so, really, tonight, no. And turns around and walks back inside. Okay, so Pete, were you outside still? No, you made your way inside. I'm inside. I'm All shooting right. back shots of turkey. All right. Sparky, uh, you start to, you know, you've come down off the table, uh, and you start to hear rumblings, you know, around the room. It's like, uh, this guy just jumped into the pool outside, or, you know, he, he and then told Karen to shove it up her candy ass. You just hear these <laughs> rumblings around, and so you probably think that this sounds like the familiar actions of somebody you know. Yeah, it's probably my brother. And Felicia's like, oh my god. Uh, he, he does that every time he comes over here. Why, don't, why, why does he keep showing up at these parties? Why do you keep inviting him? I didn't invite him. Then why is he here? You want I, to go set him on fire? <laughs> I mean that. Yes, please. <laughs> if it'll keep him from jumping, on, he ruins my pool cover every year. Sparky grabs the uh, <laughs> the Jaeger or no, the turkey. Why do grab the turkey? He gets the lighter out of her pocket. <laughs> Don't be scared, my <laughs> Yes, Sparky walks over. He's like, I'm going to take this. Take the turkey out of your hand as you're pouring it. Give it back. Back off. Hey, 
Hey, you're trying to take his turkey. Yeah, I already took his turkey. No, you didn't. You got to pull a brick. Yeah, you you have to pull a brick to take your turkey. What do you think about that? Did you not have to pull a brick to get out of that pool cover? I'm, I'm still in the pool. <laughs> he's, lo- he's in lounge mode. <laughs> the, pool, the pool cover's keeping him left floating, you know. It, it didn't shot with Karen. He's just like, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I got a pool cover, bitch. It did, it, I've said the word bitch like eight times. I'm sorry, I don't really say this word that often. <laughs> but Cliff probably does. He's Cliff 18. does. He's 18. <laughs> Cliff's an asshole, Dave. No, no, no. no. I won't. I won't. I'm, I'm sweet. David is sweet. <laughs> I won't have you pull a brick for, for taking or keeping your turkey. Hey, that's fine. I'll just buy another bottle. You can just light some people on fire, whatever you want to do. You don't know what she's doing with it. <laughs> you can go butt chug it, whatever you want to do. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so now, we'll, now, now that's a risk right, right? there. <laughs> so we'll stick with Pete here for a minute. Uh, Pete, you, you just, you know, you go exploring a little bit. You seem kind of like... You like you you enjoy drinking. You like parties, but you're not exactly a, you want to be around a bunch of people. This is really you know you met Felicia this year at college. She invited you out you know to come to come to the to the party. Uh, but you've never, this is your first time being in this house. So as most parties do, you have people that explore this nice big house. So uh, there's really there's. In the first floor, it's a two-story house with a basement. In the first floor, you have ma- mainly, you know, living areas. There's one guest bedroom, um, but there's as you come into the foyer, there's stairs that go up and go down. So, where would you like to head around? Uh, well, I kind of want to get away from because I just saw some dude take a swan dive off a garage. Some chick took stole my beer or my drink, my wild turkey. I'm just gonna go upstairs and see, wander up there and see what's going on. Okay. So yeah, you head upstairs, um, you get to the top, and as you come up the stairs, you know, you see that it's kind of a balcony that looks down onto the living room area. Uh, and on this balcony, there's this, there's this kind of like six foot tall, like black statue of, of like a woman, you know, just kind of this real artsy statue, kind of abstract a little bit, but you can, you can tell enough of it that it's this, this, it is a woman, you know, kind of this modern art interpretation of a one but it's done all in black so you see that as you come up there's a couple people up here not as many people upstairs as there are downstairs there's some closed doors with probably some sounds coming out of them as you walk around um you got you got your master bedroom and basically bedrooms that just kind of surround the entire upper second floor so anything of interest just going to explore kind of walking around really okay i guess all right. I tried to open the door and something. I saw what was going on. And I said, "Oh my bad." Yeah. Just gonna pull it shut. Yeah. Continue on the way. Somebody, you know, screams out. They're like, "Ah, you fucking creep!" <laughs> I mean, I asked them if they wanted me to hold the camera, and they said no. So we will jump down and catch back up with Sparky as she has taken the turkey and is doing. What are you doing? I'm walking out the door to go to the pool where I assume my brother's at. Um. Probably trip over an article of clothing that he's thrown on the ground. Pick it up. You recognize the you recognize those breakaway pants. Mm-hmm. Pick up those pants and walk over to the pool and scream, "Hey, asshole! Get out of the pool!" Make me dummy. And then pour the wild turkey on those pants, set them on fire, and throw them at him. <laughs> you 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 bitch! <laughs> Get out of the fucking pool. Those pants. 
cost mom like fifteen dollars. No fucks given. <laughs> We're gonna make a poll. Uh, Cliff's gonna make a poll to you know stay away from the burning pants. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna die by burning pants. <laughs> At the hands of your own sister. God, come on, Cliff. <laughs> I mean, you got that pretty sweet bottom row middle block. Unless you're saving that for something that means something. <laughs> a pull a pull that means something. I don't know, Fleming pants, that means something. Yeah. Oh, that just moved. Oh, I've already touched it. I, I gotta go moved. with it now. Oh, no, you can switch. You don't have to commit to uh -huh. one. Yeah. We will. I mean, that is a change for the game. You don't have to commit to the first one you touch. So you can, you can try a few, see what moves. This does not look stable. I guess I could point out at this moment, my kids have lost a few Jenga pieces, so we're not playing with a full tower. Oh, Lord. All right, the piece is out. <laughs> and the placement is good. All right, so he gets, yeah, Cliff flounders around, gets out, takes a look at his pants, realizes it's probably a lost cause. Mm. Like, well, guess we're doing shorts the rest of the night. It's a good thing I'm wearing my rock trunks. Would you say you're wearing your rock bottoms? <laughs> no, Cliff isn't that lame. Oh. I well, only I am. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still kind of mad, so he's just gonna go stomp off, and he's in the backyard somewhere, and there's some like kind of nerdy kid back there who who's a little afraid to drink whiskey or whatever. So he's got a bottle of wine, and Cliff's just gonna intimidate him and take his wine because the kid's afraid of his drawn-on muscles. Oh yeah, that kid gives up the wine. Yeah, yeah, give me that wine, nerd. He says, I am a nerd. <laughs> and he runs off. He's like, I knew I shouldn't have come to this fucking party. So and now... takes off. Through, through now the Cliff's chugging wine. Okay. All right, Sparky. You, you have incinerated your brother's pants. What's, what, what's on your agenda now? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a cigarette and then watch everybody around me as they react to what I've just done. Yeah, and you, you see people, they... You know, you know a lot of these people. You probably know most of uh, most people here. They're all around your age. Probably went to the same high school. They all kind of expect this. They've seen your interactions with with your brother before. They know your brother is a risk taker and kind of kind of an asshole at times. So some of them, they're like, "Yeah, I would have lit his pants on fire too." But then you get those people who are new. They're like, they're "Like she is fucking nuts." I mean, who lights other people's clothes on fire? <laughs> Sparky does. It's in her name, y'all. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, somebody like, I mean, we call her Sparky for instance. They're like, we call her Sparky for reasons. But it's like, she fucking does this all the time. And like, <laughs> I mean, man, they got our family down pat, don't they? I'm going to jump off a garage. You're going to let my pants on fire. <laughs> it's almost as if we've done this before. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, you've been... Cliff, you've intimidated a kid out of his wine. Yeah. You've, you've drank it on the back porch. Yeah. What's up next? Where are you heading? Cliff is pretty surly still that uh, Autumn lit his pants on fire. I would imagine you refused to call her Sparky. Yeah. I'm not calling you Sparky. Just feeding the fuel, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so he's pretty surly. Now, you know, he's just been embarrassed by his sister. So now he's got to go prove his manhood again. After he's already jumped off a fucking garage. I know. As the rock. Yeah. And, you know, embarrassed himself in front of Karen. He did. Karen Karen wanted nothing with that. <laughs> so now he's going to have to go fight somebody. Oh, so yeah. Cliff heads inside just looking for a motherfucker to punch. Yeah, yeah. looking for a motherfucker to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he, he heads in. 
just mumbling, I'm gonna fuck some motherfucker. Forgetting, you know, just forgetting to. So mad, he's, he's mean to say, I'm gonna fuck some motherfucker up, but he's yeah. he's just going through, I'm gonna fuck some motherfucker. He's only getting that part out. <laughs> you know, so he, he heads off, he's, he's <laughs> drunk, dude, and some rock skivvies with some painted on muscles. He tears through through the family living room and knocks a beer out of a kid's hand, hand and heads off. You know, down the hall and winds up in the in the in the only bedroom on the first floor, the guest bedroom, and takes a look around. There's no one in here, but there are. You know, this seems to be where the liquor stash is, and mm. fills him up a, a glass of of some beer and just takes a look around. And as you're looking around, you just see this weird picture that you. I mean, you've been to Felicia's house a couple times, but yeah. there's this picture. <laughs> there's this new picture on the wall. It's it it's this kind of circus scene but it's it's kind of creepy and in the front foreground there's this clown just sitting there just you get the idea that that they maybe wanted it to be a joyous clown but it really just something comes off menacing as it and you're like why the i mean this is a guest bedroom it's probably where like cousins and stuff sleep why why would they have this scary ass picture in here the fuck's up with this clown yo and nobody's there to answer you well i mean it's a rhetorical question yeah He's drinking beer and thinking, well, what the yeah. fuck's up with this clown, yeah. yo? It's an odd picture. Um, and now Cliff, need a- Cliff needs answers. Yeah. Cliff needs answers, yo. The Cliff needs answers. Yeah. Cliff's no longer looking for a motherfucker to fuck. He's, he Now he, <laughs> he is on a quest to, like, yo, where did this picture come from? And why is it on the wall? Right. So Cliff's going to go get answers. And we're going we're gonna to visit back with Pete up on the second floor. Who's... You found a bedroom that that's... Uh, that's doesn't have anybody in it. It's another just kind of guest bedroom. Um, but actually, it's Felicia's bedroom. So it's just her old bedroom. She doesn't stay there anymore. But it was hers. And so, but her, her parents, you know, she's an only child. So they keep it. They like to keep it nice for when she comes home. It's just your, your standard, you know, popular college-age girl. She's got beds unmade because she probably did sleep there last night. You know, a couple of us in the only one couple clothes on the floor uh you take a look around in there and you see that she had she has an unusual pet you know she has a tarantula over over by the window how, how, how does old pete feel about spiders uh pete's out the door yeah pete's gone Pete's gone. <laughs> he's, he's running back downstairs pete is, pete is like is, is weirded out by the spider he's out he's getting down so Let's have a poll for your 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 quick exit. I'm gonna die going downstairs, Arnold. All right, yeah, Pete, Pete, Pete books it. He is like fuck spiders, man. Fuck. Show me you ride down the banister. I do actually. I can. He figures the fastest way down, especially with these sweet Freddy Krueger pants, is you know to slide down that. Oh, the glove has extra, you know, grip. What would you want grip? You're sliding down a banister. It helps me hold on. Yeah, he slides down just just as as a cliff is coming out. You just witness this dude. You don't know, but you just you see the whole thing. You see him come running out, and he hits this banister and just rides that sucker down, slides off, and just lands lands right next to you. Huh. Suddenly, someone skydiving thing doesn't look so good. Stealing my gimmick, bro? Nah, bro. <laughs> I'm the risk taker around here. It's my banister. Let me show you how it's done. Yeah, Cliff marches his ass <laughs> up, up to the top of the stairs. 
I'd like to pull a brick to see, see if, you, if you show up. Completely forgot about this freaky ass clown picture. Just gotta prove his fucking wrist balls to this Freddy Krueger motherfucker who just ran down the banister. Yeah, he he fucking as if it was a game of horse on the basketball court. He matches you. He slides down. Just maybe it's the spandex tights get to just a little bit less friction, and he's down that and just lands right next to you. And just, I mean, you have a moment where maybe you both realize that you could be friends if you weren't both awesome. You can't get awesome too close to itself. Mm -mm. What now, bro? I just out-banistered you. Bro, that was awesome, bro. Don't call me bro. (laughs) I'm still looking for a motherfucker to fuck. (laughs) About this time, Sparky makes her way, has finished her cigarette, has come inside. Is just looking to get away from her brother for a little bit, but rounds the corner, and there he is, kind of chest-to-chest with this other guy. And he can't really tell if they're fighting or they're congratulating each other. There's lots of bros, bras, awesome, flying out of their mouths. Are you guys going to kiss? <laughs> I feel like that is an in-character reaction. <laughs> they're chest-to-chest. Nah, brah. <laughs> Ain't happening. Okay. Well, but what I, the I fuck got, are you two doing? We're, it was a banister contest. Oh, you want you want to join no, in? No, I do not want to slide down the banister. Well, but I got a question for you. What? Why does your friend have a freaky ass circus picture in the guest room? She painted that when she was twelve. Mm, why is it just now on the wall? Because they gotta stick it somewhere. Her parents are super proud of her, and they didn't want it in a regular room. Well, it's got a freaky ass clown on it, yo. So they don't want to have a freaky-ass clown picture, but they'll let her have a fucking tarantula. Oh, Fluffy? I love Fluffy. Oh, that's his name? That's, yeah. that's adorable. Yeah. Can we... Can she just, like, you know, kill it? No. What? No. I haven't seen Fluffy in forever. I wonder if she's molted. You get, you're asking the wrong person on that. That spider ain't made of lava, yo. No, but you might be. Come here, let me light you on fire again. Oh, hell no. Get away from me. <laughs> so about this time, you hear um, you hear some conversation coming from the dining room, and you're not really paying attention to it because it's a party. People are talking everywhere. Um, but then Felicia and her boyfriend, uh, Kevin, come out, and, you know, they're, you know, intense PDA. Kevin's this... This big jock type with a full full head of red hair. Uh, he probably he probably plays some sort of sports. He's doing well for himself, and Felicia's just kind of hanging on him and you know paying a lot of attention. And and they you see them they head down to the basement, and shortly thereafter, well, immediately thereafter, they are followed by uh, three 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 guys, three you know just nondescript college-age kids, and Felicia kind of turns and kind of motions them to come down, you know, kind of gives a wink oh. at them, and they all head down the stairs. What's going the on in this basement? Oh, we on me? I mean, I mean uh, you're all together, so... Well, I'm the BFF I'm going down to. I guess we get... Should we go... Don't, t- don't talk to me, Bannister dude. All right, freaky-ass clown picture, and spiders. I'm going to find out what's going on in this basement. So, you know, it's probably... They, they went down and probably... 45 seconds to a minute ahead of you. So you all head down. Are you going? Yeah, everybody says they're going, right? Yeah, yeah we're going. 
So you go down the stairs, they kind of curve around, and you go down and you come in uh, to this little open space, and off to the left you have this kind of theater, this theater set up uh, with like a pool table and stuff, and you walk in there and you don't you don't see them anywhere. You've been here before, where'd your friend go? I don't fucking know where she went, you wanna play pool? You can... <laughs> <laughs> Show us how much she cares, it's not about her friend. <laughs> We're gonna have to get a fucking gangbang, but hey, let's go play some pool. And you can refuse a pool. Autumn, if you want to, you can make a pool to remember the layout of this house. It's been a little while since you've been there, but you know, you can make a pool to remember the layout of this house. Knowledge check. Is she gonna die by not remembering? (laughs) She she may not die immediately, but death will come. She's gonna kill me later because I didn't remember. I'm gonna get lost somewhere in the house. Like, oh yeah, I forgot there was, you know, this sharp metal rod sticking out of the wall. Oh yeah, trap door guys, sorry. <laughs> I can't. You need to get up and walk around. That's you wanna use one hand? <sighs> My hands aren't big enough. It's the elbow. That was with surgical precision. And it's place. Okay, yeah. I play with a lot of pickup sticks. <laughs> so you know that this basement has a panic room. Of course it would. It's a super rich family. They probably have a, you know, they, they, they look out for themselves. And you know that this panic room is, once you come down the stairs off to the left, it looks like a wall, but you know that that wall actually pushes open. And beyond that is the panic room that you can lock down. So am I answering that question again? You want to know where they went? Yeah, I want to know where they went. I don't fucking care. Go <laughs> <laughs> play pool? I don't want him to know about the panic room. Okay. No, I don't want to play pool. I want to know where this bitch went. I don't know what kind of stupid shit he's going to do in the panic room. <laughs> I mean, you're here for a specific reason. And you just <laughs> saw a group of people. Right. Now listen, I saw this girl give me the you come on down here eyes, and now she's gone. She came on down here with several other guys that were hotter than you, and she only has so many places Oh, I can find a spot. I can find a spot. (laughs) You're talking to Cliff. He will wait in line. I'm not waiting in line. I make my own spot. If there is not a hole, I will make one. With what, a knife? Are you going to kill her? (laughs) That is pretty risky. (laughs) So where'd she go, for real? I'm not telling you. Pete? What's up? You're down here, too. What are you doing down here? I don't, I don't know about letting the family kind of disappear, so I'm going around okay. up for the panic room instead of going about my business. Yeah, you, you walk in, you see the, the theater, you know, the pool table. Uh, as you wander around, you see the bathroom, another little guest room down here. Uh, there's a storage room off, off the side of the entertainment room. Check out the storage room. Okay, you go in there, there is just kind of garden stuff. It's where they keep... You know, just odds and ends that you would have, like shovels. Uh, yeah, just, you see gardening stuff for the most part. <laughs> odds and ends stuff. You can't even say the word hose. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you don't see this group of people. Am I allowed to take off the ridiculous costume? Because I feel stupid now that I'm wearing a Freddy Krueger. Do whatever you want, man. I think uh, no one's around, so I'm just going to take off the sweater and the garb and just have a, a plain t-shirt under. Just okay. pants. Just roll with that. And then I'm just going to go walk out and just leave it in there because I don't care. Okay. Go walk around, see if the I still hear them probably out there arguing. 
So yeah, they're they're he, the Cliff is still trying to convince. Maybe, maybe. Why don't you and your dude bro man go back upstairs and I don't do know whatever you do? Jump off the roof again. Maybe hit the concrete this time. Oh, mayhap this could be settled over a game of pool. Fine. Here's the deal. (laughs) I will play pool with you, and if I win, you tell me where they win. Okay. And and if you win, I'll go home. Sweet. Alright. So you you have the agreed upon pool match, whatever they're called. Game Uh, of pool. Game of pool. And it's pretty close, you know, it comes down, are you playing nine ball or eight ball? Standard pool. We're playing pool. <laughs> In the end, Cliff, you know, I think that that uh, Sparky is up on her last shot. It's come down to the eight ball. It's a matter of whoever sinks it next. I think Cliff would find a way to interfere with, with Sparky's shot. Seems very cliff-like. Okay. So you tell us what happens there. So you're gonna line this shot up, right? Pull the stick back. Taking your last breath like an archer. Make that shot. Got your head all down right in there. And then right before you hit the cue ball, right in front of the pocket where that eight ball's going, there's Cliff's straight up bunghole. You have looked into the brown eye. You have looked into your brother's brown eye. Did I shove the pool stick into his bunghole? I'd say you definitely, definitely try to. But the shot goes wide. It bounces off. Cliff has a good laugh. And it just, you know, it bounces right in front of another hole. Not a bunghole, but a pool hole. And Cliff just... Well, she could scratch and still lose. So Cliff doesn't ever have to make Yeah, so she scratches. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Just staring into that, that brown eye. It, she gets distracted and scratches and loses the game. <laughs> you looked at my butthole. She gets out her lighter. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll close my cheeks. <laughs> now, tell me where they went. They're in the panic room. All right. So, (laughs) shit. (laughs) That tower wobbled. All right. So, you do know now, and you know, did you point out where the panic room is? It's basically right to the right of the stairs. It's kind of like, it's over here. Oh, let's see what's up. All right. Cliff's going to go walk over and try to open the panic room. I'm going to follow Cliff because he's an asshole. Guess I'll follow along too. Since you I'm, got nothing better to do. You're a follower. Yeah, guess <laughs> do you do anything on your own? Probably not. <laughs> All right. So you push open this door to this panic room, and you begin to hear these strange noises. Um, it's kind of a chanting. It's very rhythmic. And you notice that there is flickering light coming from around the corner. Where you see the you see the panic room door, the big steel door, but it's wide open, and you see light flickering out of it as you hear this this chanting, you know, very lightly coming from it. Man, someone's dropping a fire mixtape, yo, in here, yo. 
Well, obviously, we're going to go check it out. All right. I mean, I've been, I just showed my sister my bunghole to get into this <laughs> panic room. You're so ain't, ain't no flickering lights or chanting going to stop me to go find it. And in, well, what's in there? All right. So as you head on forward into this panic room, you come to the door and you see inside there are five people kneeling on the ground with their hands bound behind them at five different points on a star that's on the ground, which you would immediately recognize as a pentagram. And in the middle, you see Felicia and her boyfriend. And then off to the side, you hear, you see the people that are chanting, which is Felicia, well, it's older people. So you can assume that it is Felicia's mom and dad who are, as everyone was told, supposed to be out of town. What are they chanting? Can I learn the lyrics? I may go join them. (laughs) (laughs) So they are chanting situational appropriate chant. Okay. That helps. That was generic. (laughs) I feel like Cliff would probably turn Uh, to his sister. Is it it easy enough for me to like... Oh yeah, you can can probably pick up on it, yeah. Well, I'm just gonna walk uh, over next to her parents and, and well, for, start before that happens, I feel like Cliff would turn to his sister and be like, "Okay." I feel like he would. Cliff would turn to his sister and say something like, "You told me they were in the panic room, not the I love Satan room." And as you say I, that, the attention turns to you, and uh, and Felicia says, "says What are you doing down here? Looking for you." And and her boyfriend Kevin kind of. You know, he he kind of, he starts to step to her, and she says no. Then she puts his hand. She says, "You can't leave the circle until it's done." Hmm. Step to Cliff. Get out the circle. And, and Kevin, you know, he 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 kind of sets his shoulders, and he wants to, but but Felicia holds him back, and the parents uh, come around and say, "We we really need you to to come over here and just 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 observe for a few minutes." Go on. <laughs> Have fun. That's all you do. I'm, I'm not homeless. They need you. Do you turn to go? No, I'm, kinda, to I'm still kind of hidden. They haven't seen me yet. So I'm <laughs> seeing, what, seeing what's still going on. And the mom kind of rubs the side of your face and says, Yes, Cliff is it. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned into a little race, mom. <laughs> I came in for Felicia, but I'm going to get some fine age wine. And she says, yes, darling, why don't you, why don't you come over here? And she kind of grabs your shirt and leads you, lead you to the other side of the room. He doesn't have a shirt. She grabs your shoulder and leads you to the other side of the room. Yeah. Yeah. Cliff's on board now. And she begins to resume her chanting, and, and Mr. Felicia's father begins to resume his chanting. Mr. Felicia. <laughs> I didn't give these people last names. It's a slight oversight. Are you still hanging out outside, listening in? No, at this point, I kind of just, I walk in the room, so uh, what's going on here, guys? Fun? And they're like, another one. And, and... And she looks at you and she's like, well, we we can make this a bigger party if you like and kind of motion. No, you don't look like you have enough people here. Uh, I think that's cool, but I think I'm going to go this way because this doesn't look like a, my scene. Right. And as you turn to go, you feel a hand come on your shoulder and, 
And Mr. Felicia's father says, no, we, we, we insist you please, please observe. And drags you over to the other side of the room. And with this, they're chanting, and you see in the middle... Okay, what's Sparky doing? Well, Sparky's been chanting okay. beside them for right. a while. Just making sure we're staying the course with that. <laughs> and with this, you see Felicia. She's, her and Kevin start to join the chant, and Felicia pulls this big knife out from behind her and walks over, and you see the people on the floor start to freak out a little bit and, and get uncomfortable. And she walks over and slits one throat, and then Kevin walks the other way and slits another one's throat. And then they go systematically go and get the other three and slit their throats. And the three, you know, the five, the five boys fall forward and their blood begins to spread out onto this, onto this pentagram that's been drawn on the ground. And, and the chanting rises up and gets louder and louder. And, you know, the voices all kind of merge into one and you've and, and Sparky, you feel your voice kind of merging in with everybody else's and the candles all, the flames get higher and higher and, then everything just extinguishes and all the chanting stops. And it's quiet. Man, this is a real good Halloween prank, y'all. Uh, awesome. <laughs> you guys need to be respectful of other people's religion. Oh, so this is a religion? Is this what we're going with now? Uh, so what do you mean? And then I, the mom turns and she's, she says, it's whatever you want it to be. And with that, you hear screaming start to come from from upstairs. And what I have, I'm not going to have Sparky because you seem to be okay with this situation. <laughs> <laughs> you other two can pull bricks <laughs> to see how you know, because you're not used to ritualistic sacrifice. Cliff is pulled and set. All right, Pete. You pick the one that leaves the one. That's a good idea. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, he found a loose one. That's what Cliff's looking for. <laughs> Go around if you need to. Man, all right. So yeah. Legend of the Jenga is strong. Huh? <laughs> so, uh, Cliff, you know, you 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 do believe this is just some weird Halloween yeah. thing. It's pretty cool. I mean, they're rich. They probably have the money to pull off special effects like this. Like, ha, that's cool, y'all. Next time I'm going to stick my hand in some eyeballs that are really great. <laughs> and, and Pete, you know, you you don't know what this family's all about. But, you know, you, you do kind of fall in line with, with Cliff. Probably just a Halloween thing. And then, and then it's at that point you start to hear just terrified screams coming from up from up the stairs. I just want to know, how are you so comfortable just spitting in? You know, you just jumped in there like a pro. How did you know about all this? Oh, I didn't know about all this. I didn't know that she was into this. I just go with it. She's my BFF. We like that, yo. That's my catchphrase, yo. I wanted to set him on fire. She was cool with it. She wants to do this thing in this hey, pentagram. Hey, I just met you guys. Fire. We don't even know names yet, so... Josh Slaughter? Well, I know your name. <laughs> what is his name? Your name is... Your name is Bruce... <laughs> your name's Bruce Bannister. You're Cliff the Rock Johnson. I am. See, I'm well known, yo. <laughs> and so... You know, really the parents and well, the whole Felicia family and, and I assume Sparky 
Yes. <laughs> Every they time just... he says Sparky, I picture Bob Holly. <laughs> I mean, because she's going with the flow, Sparky they just they they begin to exit the room. They don't. They're not paying attention to you anymore. They make their way out. Uh, as you see, not Sparky, but as you see, every they all pull. They all have their own knives that they pulled out. These ceremonial-looking knives. Um, and they head out of the of the panic room and out and start heading up the stairs. Oh, is this what we're doing now? I'm reaching in my pocket. I've got my, my what utility thing. It's got a little dinky knife on it. Okay. Like, I got this. <laughs> Confident you can do damage with it if it comes to that. You're not really sure what's going on yet. but size of a nail file, but you know, whatever. You're equipped, at least. Well, I'm just going to go. So they just killed everybody, right? Did they? I don't know. Well, I'm gonna go check out these bodies over here because they just kind of slip like five people, so no one's over there. Just you know, see if they're, they're not. They haven't moved for a while. It's just a prank, yo. It's not just. They're not a prank. even real people. So you're not real people. That, that blood looks awful real to me. It's still it's, just going out, dude. It's maple syrup. I'm gonna reach so, down and give it a little taste. It's not so maple how, syrup. How's that taste? It's pretty irony. <laughs> And about this, That's not maple syrup, yo! <laughs> about this, <laughs> you hear a weird, like, kind of howl, howling from upstairs. Then just this, that's just going on with this screaming. And you, and at the point you hear footsteps coming down the stairs as this person runs down and screaming and crying. And, and it takes a moment for your brain to really register what's going on, but you notice they're covered in blood and they turn and and you realize they're missing their right arm. Oh. Dude, these special effects are for real. This person turns and, and they go, help me! And and, well, I and, think and Cliff, you realize that this that this is Darren, you're, you, you know, a guy, you know, Darren, you run around town with him sometimes. He He's jumped off that cliff with you before. He's like, he's like, Cliff, Cliff, help, help me, Cliff. And as soon as you go to take a step towards him, this shadowy figure just jumps down the stairs and lands on top of him and grabs his head and just twists it off. Darren. <laughs> so after the shock wears off, Cliff's gotta do something now, right? This, this shadow bitch done snapped his boy's head off, right? He's gonna reach into his pocket where he's got his steel slapjack. Or blackjack, or whatever you said in that thing. It's the same damn yeah. thing. So I'm just going to start wildly swinging at this weird shadowy thing. Oh, yeah, you run at yeah. it. Yeah. You run at it. Yeah. It turns around, and I think we're going to have to have you pull a brick. Did, oh, does Cliff, what, does, what does Cliff say? Well, let's pull a brick and see. Let's do that first. Oh, this thing's coming down. Oh, it's turning. Oh. It's turning. He's oh, not. shit. You're just going to keep going with it. <laughs> You can't fix it, so you, there's no turning it now. All right, it's place. So yeah, you, you, you step up, and just because you're a risk taker, you just don't give a fuck. You reach back, rear back, and just backhand this thing across what you assume its head to be, and it, its head just cocks to the side. But that's about it, and it slowly turns to look back at you. And you can see just where its eyes would be. It's even though it's all dark and black, it's just it has two spots where its eyes would be that are just 
the darkest dark you've ever seen in your life. And we'll come back to you. Pete, Yo, what's up in Pete world? <laughs> I'm just kind of shocked about him pulling a flapjack thing out of his pocket, whatever it was. It's a slapjack. It was silver. I don't know what a slapjack is. It silver? Steel. I'm sorry. We can go with silver. It was steel. It could be silver. We're going to go with silver. Okay. So cool. we're going to retcon a little bit. It's silver. Okay. You hit this thing across the face and its head turns. And as it looks back, you notice this burn mark across it. All right, Pete. It's a Bruce Bannister. <laughs> what are you doing? We done ditched your Freddy Claws. Well, I didn't, they were plastic. What was I going to do up against the fucking shadow? You can do a party with plastic Freddy claws. You think I'm going to just have real stuff just going around with drunk kids? Yeah, it's a Halloween party. Yeah. He just slapped someone with a steel. <laughs> he had that concealed in <laughs> his pocket. True. That's true. If I'd have gone as Freddy Krueger, they'd have been real knives. Because you know why? It's Cliff the Risk Master. <laughs> <laughs> so what, is, what, what does Pete do? Pete's actually pulling out his phone right now, so calling, uh, pushing 911. All right, pull a brick to see if you get through. See what kind of service oh you got Lord. in this panic room. Oh fucking bad idea! <laughs> All right, he got it out. That, that thing a, is God. not going that down. Was a, that was a risky move, Cotton. Let's see how it pays off. <laughs> yeah, you got full service. You must just be right outside the threshold of this panic room. Did you glue these things together? No, I, I want it to fall. Oh. So you get through and you hear a, a hello. Hey, there's some uh, We just witnessed like five people get murdered down here. You may want to come check out this party. Sir, wh where are you and, and what is going on? Uh, do you know Felicia? No. Don't worry. Watch your knee. There, sir, there, that, I'm going to need a little bit. Do you know Mr. Felicia's father and Mrs. Felicia's mother? <laughs> I'm gonna need a little bit more information from that, sir. She owns a spider and they have a creepy clown picture in their <laughs> You're speaking in specifics that are they very this, unhelpful. They have this big old house kind of out in the boonies. There's a big party here. I mean, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure people, there's probably been a noise complaint. Probably not. Anyway. You may, well, I mean, you could be. I just saw these people get, you know, sir, up and did I you, saw. Did you say that people got murdered? Yes. How, how how were they murdered? I, I need you to elaborate a little bit more. They got their there was a knife and there's throats and they were slashing and there's this curl with the arm cut off. Dude hit a shadowy thing and this sounds he, like a joke, sir. Nine one one is not for pranks. Man, just come out. To I'm this a sir. Uh, I am offended by your. How dare you assume my gender, sir? I'm offended by your assuming of my gender. My name is Bill. Fine. Have a nice day. You too. You already went up. Building at that last party. You got fucking. It just went nowhere. Alright, so this. I guess I go over there and meet up with Cliff and. So what was that? It's still there. It's still here, bro. <laughs> it's still here. What's up with that? Right, you don't right, fucking right, see right, this I'm thing. I'm gonna backtrack here then. I'm, I'm gonna go because I I noticed I remember there's a storage room. Yeah. Go find me some hose. I'm gonna go. <laughs> right. Go foul. So you take off towards the storage room. Yeah. All right, Sparky. I mean, what were you expecting? <laughs> I mean. Is this in line with what you were thinking? Yeah, probably. Okay. You know, they're kind of a weird family. They're vegan. So, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they grow. Cliff ain't down with the vegan. You've got to have some meat. 
uh, you know. So, um, I'm just kind of following them around. What are they doing besides cutting people up? Anything else? Are they just chanting? So you go past and follow the family? Yeah. Yeah, they quit chanting. They're they're making their way up. And yeah, yeah you follow the family up. And as, you, as they get up there, it's chaos upstairs. Kids around. There's probably 50 people at this party. And these kids are all running around. And yeah, the family is just randomly grabbing them, pulling their heads back. And just dragging knives across some throats or stabbing them in the stomach, you know. They're just killing as they go. And <clears throat> Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to join in, but these are all my friends, and I don't really want to kill them. So um, I'm going to find Felicia's mom. Okay. I'm going to grab her by her long hair and okay. pull her back. And with my little bitty blade that's serrated, I'm just gonna start hacking at her jugular vein. All right, let's pull. It's <laughs> getting real. Let's yeah. pull, let's pull a break. I realize that these are bad people, <laughs> and I should probably start killing them. She's got to tell them. She's like, maybe I had a part in this. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't. Yeah, right. let's pull a break as you. We're gonna pull one brick for you to grab her hair and, and pull her neck back you know and then we'll see how that goes and maybe we'll have to pull a brick to <laughs> maybe I, nobody will like knife me in the back while i'm trying to do this <sighs> bad guys why did you do this to me it's out all right yeah all right that was me accidentally getting on wood you you pull her head back and yeah, you get your little serrated knife, you flick it out, and you, you start to drag it across her throat. I mean, it's not, you know, it's going to take some cutting. Yeah, it's going to be like, just like playing a violin back yeah. and forth. And she gives out a scream, uh, but there's lots of screaming going on. And, you know, her, her fellow, we'll say, cultists move on kind of without her, and you're just going to town. And as you do that, you, you look over, because, you know, you come into the living room, and you can look down into that guest bedroom and you look and you see the picture, you know, you're, you, you remember the story of Cliff Tanning the picture, except you don't see a creepy clown in this picture. You see just this carnival scene and it's, you're like, I know he said there was a creepy clown. There's a very distinct picture. And you think, you know, I think I've seen this picture before. And that was, it was definitely painted with a creepy clown. And about that time, you just hear this maniacal laughing, you know, like, <laughs> And you look over to your left, and you see this clown is there in flesh, just grabbing this person, one hand in the bottom of their mouth, one hand in the top, and is just like a T-Rex, just ripping their face open, just laughing the entire time. Well, you know, they should have been born with a hinged jaw. Yeah. He's helping them. It's fine. It's an amazing reaction. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Whatever. <laughs> it probably did something to the clown. You know, I hang out with Felicia all the time, you guys. I'm so used to this. <laughs> I mean, she talks about it. Oh, didn't know it was real. No. So you know, it, and and then as you as you kind of get in deep and start to hit a jugular or something, it suddenly snaps its attention to you, as if it, it knows that you're about to. So is end. she like? Oh yeah, there's wording blood yeah. everywhere. Yeah, there's a little bit of squirts going on. So then, like, can I, so like, am I sorry. done with her? Like, I mean, she's not dead, but she, I mean, she, she's, she she's dead. She'll pass out in two minutes and oh, be yeah. dead in ten. Yeah, she'll probably fall <laughs> down, yeah. But, but maybe your your primary concern is this this clown demon thing is locked eyes with you. And, yeah, it gives one final just pull and just snaps this, this, this girl's face open and just lets the limp body drop down to the ground. So... 
I reach my fingers into the blood that's coming out and just start finger painting on my face. And turn around to the clown and giggle. And the clown reaches down, except it only reaches a little bit and its arm grows down and it sticks its hand into this cracked open face, pulls out blood and starts doing the same as you. Oh, we're getting into some like predator shit going on right now. He wants, oh, he wants to be like me. He's so cute. And it starts to cross the room towards you. Yeah. Hmm. Who am I with right now? I'm uh, with the cultists. I mean, yeah, you're you're kind of in this room of chaos at the moment. You know, as you look around, taking the scene, the the other cultist people are are you know they're just stabbing people as they go, kind of chanting a little bit, rubbing blood on themselves. Seems to be the thing to do in this, in this area. So, if I wave at the clowns, is he going to wave back? I mean, is he going to mimic everything that I do? Do you wave at it? I'm going to wave at him. It doesn't wave. It starts to walk faster. <laughs> just coming for him. And with every step, it kind of grows just a little bit. You know, these ceilings are about 14 feet high, and it, it's it's probably a good 7 feet tall as it's crossing. It's good times. Stretch Armstrong, then clown form. <laughs> and, and, and as you has, have that thought, it reaches its arm up and starts to reach across the room towards Abby? you. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. Stretch Armstrong. I'm just going to stand here and see what he does. Okay. <laughs> With blood on my face. Yeah, and it, it wraps its hand around your around your head and bring, begins to bring you in. And as, as it's bringing you in, its other hand is coming up to reach into your mouth. Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna split you open like a T-Rex. Like another kid. No. Mm-mm. Sparky ain't having none of you. <laughs> Sparky's done with you now. <laughs> Does he just gently have a hold of my head? Like he's caressing me? No, he's, he's, he's like he's in pull, my hair. He's pulling you in with definitely some ill intentions. You've just, you've just cut the throat of one who called him forth. So. Yeah, I'm gonna. How tall is he? He's probably about seven, seven feet tall. Oh, you know. How tall am I? I don't know. How tall are you? Oh, and you can't be seven feet tall. <laughs> well, I'm about eight feet tall. <laughs> Maybe I'm six one. <laughs> um, I feel like a girl named Sparky would be kind of short. Like a Sparky. Yeah, I was planning on being short. So I'm going to go with that, I'm sure. Okay, what do I have on me? I still have my lighter. You have your lighter. <laughs> you have your multi-tool device mm-hmm. thing. Multi-tool. Cell phone. Hmm. What happens if you set a cell phone on fire? Nothing. It explodes. It's got a battery in it. It How does. How it take for it to explode? Well, there is there are copious amounts of alcohol around. I can grab alcohol. I'm going to grab alcohol. Okay. And I'm going to hose him down. Okay. And then I'm going to set him fucking on fire. All right, well. That's what Sparky does. We're going to need to pull brick. A brick for that. Like. <laughs> <sighs> kind of miss rolling D20s <laughs> at this point. It was a lot of fun before these two fucked it up. <laughs> but he's gonna die. It's me. <laughs> I'm gonna die. It's out. Oh my goodness. And it's placed. So yeah. Hands. You look down and you see this this the, the bottle of wild turkey that has just been all over this place. And you grab it and you just pour it on this arm that's that's holding behind your head. 
And do you have something you want to say before you light it on fire? Nope, just want to light them on fire. I don't need an explanation. Yeah, it lights it on fire and releases its grip on you. It pulls its hand, its hand shrinks back, it shrinks back down to about, you know, five and a half feet. It's actually pretty short. And, you know, it's sitting there holding its arm, just screaming, but laughing at the same time and just kind of backs away from you. All right, Pete. You, what, what I went and got some weapons out of the storage. Oh yeah, you I got, I got a pitchfork, so now I'm ready to go fuck the shadow thing up and help out Cliff over here. All right, so you have your pitchfork, and I you do. come, you come running, you know, like I do. Actually, I come in. I go, I got you, Cliff. I'm charging in, go like that. All right, you know what's up. I know what to do here. As you do that, a pull, and then we'll move. Well, we found a nice loose one, but that tower is wobbly. It's out. And now it may be the hardest part that's placed, yeah. So yeah, you, you run up and you drive this pitchfork right into what you assume its back would be. And it goes through and the thing stands up straight and then its head turns fully around and looks at you and just stare, just you see this burn mark across its face, but these deep, dark black eyes are just staring at you. So I pissed my pants at this point. Okay. <laughs> Uh, hey, Cliff, you want to help me out with this, bud? I know you're still just kind of hanging out. You're the one that gave it the burn mark. Uh, it's got, I, got, I think I got its attention now if you want to do something. Good job, turd burglar. You pissed it off. Hey, it, at least I'm helping here. It's not staring at you now. I had this handle. How, how did you have it handled? What else, what else have it's you done? It's burning. And, and as you're having this argument, <laughs> even though it's looking that way, its arm comes up behind it and reaches around and grabs your arm. The arm not holding the, the blackjack. Okay. So you look, well, you should, I, I'm gonna instinctively just start flailing the blackjack all right. <laughs> at this arm. Let's pull a brick. In like, in a manic panic. In a manic, let's pull a brick. That was loose. Good lord, he's going with the reach around thing. Oh my god! Oh, Alright. As you do this, you do. You start hitting it, you know. You hit it, and it actually releases its grip on you. And you back away, and you're feeling pretty good about yourself. From from Pete's point of view, this thing's staring at him. Uh, and you saw as it reached back, the arm... It didn't really reach back, it's as if the arm grew back and, you know, reformed itself backwards. And grabbed on to Cliff. And then you see Cliff start hitting it, and, it, and its head turn, kind of turns back around, and the focus is off of you. And it's as if the pitchfork is being shoved out of the body. You feel it pushing against you, and you feel yourself kind of blown out, blown out of it and backed up against the wall. And this thing reaches out its arms, and blackness just like a shroud falls down from each arm, and it grabs on to Cliff, who you're banister buddies with, you know? Maybe you don't know what your what your relationship is, but you feel like there's a bonding there, and it just envelops Cliff, and you hear screaming come come from inside this, this creature, and it just holds there, and it shudders, and then it slowly unfurls its arms, and there's just a bloody mess on the floor. Is this weapon still there? I mean, it's probably in the viscera. So do I have to dig, grab through anything, like dig through anything to get the weapon, or is it... Yes, but first, you do have this shadow demon yeah. between you. Well, I remember that I know martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> Yet you know some martial arts. 
I know martial arts here, so it comes at me. How convenient. <laughs> it comes at me. Combat roll, it's always effective. I dodge that grab. I see the weapon, and I go and grab for it. He's, he needs to pull oh, a lot yeah. of Jenga tiles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a lot. No. no, you're all combat rolling and grabbing. Yeah, yeah you need let's to pull one to, Let's pull the first one to get the, to get the blackjack. And I assume you're going to want to hit after, so... Oh, yeah, I go up like a Superman punch. All right. So, let's pull another one. Yeah, so yeah, you get it. You jump up in the air and you bring this thing down. I hit him straight in the face. Yeah, and this time it knocks, it rocks its head back. And you see just this kind of crack and split. You, you definitely did some damage to this thing. And, and it just kind of, it just shoots off towards the panic room. Just gets away. I think I'm going to fall into the panic room. All right, so we're going to finish it off. We're going to jump back up to to Sparky. You you heard the clown demon. It's backed up. It's it's cowering in a corner. You know, kind of reforming itself a little bit, shaking it off. You see that its arms all burnt, and then a moment later, you kind of see the the arms starting to to come back. The the burnt parts of, parts are falling off, and the arm you know is is looking back normal. So I didn't permanently injure this motherfucker. <sighs> Take okay. If you want to, you've heard Felicia talk about a lot of this stuff. She's and you always took it as bullshit. If you want, you can pull a brick to remember stuff she said about this kind of thing. Because I like pulling bricks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, the tower's in a pretty good situation right now. Yeah. It'll just be a one thanks, brick. Thanks to your bro. It's just a one brick. Thanks, pull. bro. Resetting this game. You hear in your head. Thanks to me. Thanks to the cliff. I don't need cliff in my head. Too bad. Most people don't have choices on how their ghosts interact with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember all out of all of Felicia's talk, what you thought was just maybe she watched too much of that show Supernatural. You know for definite fact that salt is a good weapon against almost anything. I need salt. Salt? I mean, you've seen silver. Works out pretty good. Well, she didn't see that. Oh, yeah. You Well, you know. You, you know tropes. S- silver works pretty good on these things. You hear in Sparky. your head. You hear in your head. But see, it, I called you Sparky. But it called you... I, mean, I called you... Yeah, it did call me Sparky. That's weird. Can you trust that? I'm not sure. I don't know. If, I mean, that's definitely not my brother talking mm-hmm. to me. Because he would never call me Sparky. Except with that. Um... Okay, well, this thing is still, like, coming yeah, it's still, together. It's still, you know, reforming. Where am I, upstairs? Yeah, you're upstairs. You know, the kitchen is, is attached pretty much to this room. Okay. You know, the whole open concept of the entertaining. Got to run to the kitchen. I know they have kosher salt. Yeah. I'm going to need that. Okay. And this pour it around me for now while I try to think well, of a well, plan. Let's pull a brick to see how quickly you can find this kosher salt. I mean, I practically live here. <laughs> You just like making me pull bricks. I have to make this game get tuned in somehow. <laughs> yeah, you find it pretty quickly, and you pour. You know, you know that you can probably uh, create a protective barrier around you. So you you do a quick salt line around you, partition yourself off, and this thing reforms and it runs up. But as it gets about three feet, you know, it kind of it stops and looks down, and it it you know and doesn't come any further at you. Okay. Okay. So, in my witch's dress, I have a hoop 
because it's it's that kind of costume. Mm. So I'm gonna break the hoop and I'm gonna pour salt in it. So I have a walking barrier. Is that okay? Yeah, and do I need to pull to see if that actually works? Yeah, let's pull a brick to see how. <laughs> she did not have said anything. It was coming. Yeah, you fill up this hoop and take a tentative step outside of your current barrier towards the clown demon, and as you do, it back, starts to back away from you. Yes, moving weapon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pete. All right, so I was charging in there, right? Charging in there. Now I stopped at the doorway. Okay. Wait, something's not right. And then I remember the statue that was way upstairs in the second floor. So I think I'm gonna turn, try to turn around and go, I'm not fighting this thing anymore. I'm gonna turn around, I'm gonna head upstairs and check out check out that statue. Okay, so yeah, you run up. As you come to the stairs, you see just still chaos. You see across the room, this girl you met earlier has this hoop, kind of like a hula hoop, I guess, around her. And yeah, she's kind of holding it up, you know, around her. And you see this clown demon backing away from her. And you make, what's up with that? But you, you're on a mission. You head up the stairs and you get to the top and where you saw that statue, the base of it's still there, but there's no statue there anymore. All right, so now, that's a woman statue, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I go look around up, see if I can find any, see if I can find it hanging around upstairs and where the rooms go up there. Checking out the room, see, you know, where the statue go. So yeah, you start checking the rooms and you don't find it. But as you get to Felicia's room, you walk in. I know what's gonna happen here. And you look across, and you see that this tarantula click cage is just shattered all across the room. And you hear this weird chittering from above you. And you look up, and on the ceiling you see this kind of man, but it's got like eight eight appendages that are just but they're not really like spiders, they're really jagged and sharp looking and it and it turns its head around and looks down on you and you see eight eyes staring at you. So to answer your question, it did mold, I guess. Good job. Good, yay. And it wasn't made a lot of <laughs> And as you're looking at it, you can tell that this thing has noticed you and, it, and is probably going to bounce. Uh, well, I'm going to act like I didn't see it and just slowly back away and shut the door. Right, it's full of brick. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, you you convince yourself that this thing has not seen you. And you grab the door handle and you start to pull. And I'm going to need you to pull another brick to see if you get out before it does, in fact, drop on you. And he sticks the way. So, yeah, you, you see this thing kind of pull itself up on the ceiling. And you know that it's pouncing. So you jerk that door slam. And as soon as it, the door slams, you hear just... Something hit the ground on the other side, and as you're looking, this this black arm just shoves itself through the door, and it's just inches away from your face. I'm gonna slap it with the front of the slap jack. I mean, I was gonna switch scenes, but now you've done that, oh, so shit. let's pull the brick. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I'm gonna pause for me to answer. Son of a bitch. Oh, found an easy one. All right, so yeah, you hit it, and this this blackjack just hits it and it cracks the thing and this appendage just goes 90 degree angle and you just hear this guttural scream from the other side of the door and it, pull, it pulls its the, the arm pulls itself back through 
And now we're going to go back down to Sparky. Who, you know, your, your salt hoop is working out quite well. You have backed this thing up. So what's your plan? Um, I'd like to try and toss a little of the salt on the thing and see what okay. happens. All right, so yeah, you you pour out. You've got you've got the salt because one one of your hands is holding this hoop, and so you get the salt kind of in the crook of your arm, and you, well you put it there and kind of pour a little into your hand. And now I'm gonna need you to pull another brick to make a good throw. This thing definitely has fear in its eyes. Okay. All right, so yeah, you you get a good handful of it and toss it right into this this clown's face, and it hits and just. It drops to the ground and watches its face just slowly starts to melt backwards, melt inside on itself and start to cave in. And this thing just hits the ground and it's thrashing around and its screams just turns into a gurgle as this salt just eats through its face. Is that little handful of salt gonna take the whole five foot five clown down? It definitely gets rid of its head or its face. (sighs) I need more salt. Luckily, there were margaritas at the party. There were. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> and, at, and, and, and at the death throes of this clown, you hear, Motherfucker! And you turn around, and Kevin, this, this big jock, red-headed jock, is standing there, just staring at you. And then he goes, and he turns, and he, goes, he turns back to Felicia, who's across from him, and he goes, Your friend's gonna fuck it all up for us. And Felicia says, well, then do something about it. Why? And we'll shift over to Pete. Actually, we're going we're gonna to have a little interlude here with Cliff. What, what, what is the spirit of Cliff up to? Well, the spirit of Cliff, since he's dead, no longer gives a fuck about the situation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he does not really care, right? And he's uh, really upset. He's in the kitchen. And he's really upset because he's been trying to pick up this can of beer for this entire time. Yeah. And he's just whiffing yeah. over and over and over and over again. And he's just he's just a depressed ghost now because he really wants some beer because he's really bummed out because he's fucking dead. <laughs> All right, Pete. <laughs> we laugh left, last left Pete as he... As, as he 90 degree this this appendage from this spider so demon. Dang one in front of me still? No, it pulled itself, it pulled, it pulled back, it back okay, in. Okay. And so Pete is standing there feeling pretty good. He's like, yeah, I've got this blackjack down. Pour, you know, reach, sees a beer, reaches over, pours one out for Cliff. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> you get your with me in spirit because I got your with it, so. No, I'm in the kitchen. Trying to get this beer and just bummed out, trying over and over and over again. All right, so now I'm, oh, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. So yeah, I can, I, can, I can probably, I can maybe, you know, my martial arts, my weapon, open the door back up. Then this thing dives out at you. Oh fuck! Why would you do that? <laughs> Pull a brick. What were you thinking? Yeah, you you move out of the way. But now you gotta pull another brick to really get out of the way. This thing has eight arms. It can go a lot of directions. You you replicate your combat roll and roll out of the way. This thing jumps and just sails and goes over the banister and slides down it unintentionally. You motherfucker. <laughs> and and heads to the end. So now basically I must be avenged. <laughs> yeah, this thing has shown you up. 
and you have a reputation to uphold. So what? I'm gonna have to. I'm, I guess I'm just gonna have to fucking slide down that banister right after it. <laughs> That's your choice. You will pull a brick for it. That is your choice. You can walk. Okay. Note for the podcast: you can walk down the stairs. I can't be shown up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And you're like motherfucker. And you run and you jump. You plant those cheeks of yours on that banister and you ride it down. And you land right behind this thing as it splats on the ground. And you have the advantage on it. Oh, I can turn my slapjack thing upside down. I'm coming down going straight for the back of the head. All right. Kill shot. You know what we're doing. Yeah. And you, you, you come down on top of it and just, just beat what you believe is the head of this thing with this silver blackjack. And just with every hit, it, you know, a burn just spreads across the back of its head. And you just hit it and hit it and hit it and just keep going at it until you feel comfortable that it's dead. And now we go back to Sparky, who has just this this athletic specimen of a redhead advancing on you with this with this ceremonial knife. Well, how close am I to the clown? Uh, you're, I haven't finished him off. I mean, you're close enough. You could, you know. Pour one out for the homies on it. Yeah, that's what's gotta happen. So yeah, I'm not even gonna make you pull for that because you got bigger problems coming towards you. Yeah. So yeah, you you know that salt's not gonna work on Kevin. So you just kosher salt this this clown and just burn the rest of it. But you know what will work on Kevin? The tequila bottle that's sitting in the living room. Yeah. Mm Mhm. So we're gonna throw the tequila on Kevin and light him up because we're sparky and yep. we just set things on fire. All right, let's pull for getting the alcohol on him. Pretty much the clown situation. Pull for the alcohol on him and then pull to get him lit. All right, the ginger is doused. Now we gotta light the ginger up. Yep. Here we go. And we have an on fire ginger, and he screams. And he screams something terrible like you've never heard before. You thought that demon screams were awful. This is worse. And he turns and he runs. And his first reaction is to grab Felicia. And he grabs Felicia. And now you have Felicia's on fire. So you have... Felicia. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So you you have two birds, one stone in this situation. So on the ground below you, you have a smoldering heap that used to be a clown demon. In front of you, you have you have an on fire couple that are just running away now. So in, you know, all in all, you're in a pretty good situation. The mother is expired by this point. The uh, Kevin and Felicia are they're going to be dead soon. They've run off to do that somewhere. They can, like, mold together and create, like, a magnificent dragon. Yeah, CSI's gonna have a a field day with that one. So, yeah, at the moment, you look around. The father's nowhere to be seen. You don't see any other demons. Uh, You're pretty much, I mean, you're surrounded by dead college kids because they've, at this point, they've wiped out a lot of people. All right, well, my work here is done. I'm gonna walk out the front door. All right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with you and your spider upstairs. What's going on? Well, you you made your way I'm, down. I'm down here with Is you. Is the spider down there? Yeah. 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 yeah as you go to the front door, you you come upon upon the scene that is Pete. That that is Pete. Just, I mean, just wailing on this thing, and it's, now you're just hearing as this blackjack is going through and hitting the floor. 
You know, he is he has completely gone through this thing's head. So the spider? Yeah. Well, it's not a spider anymore. It's a giant man thing with eight eyes, and it's got a big old crack. I guess I'm going through its face. Well, it looks like you're taking care of the spider, right? So. Is it moving? I mean, is it flying around? Or is it just kind of? I mean, you—it's not moving. You've you've beat through its head enough. You're now hitting the floor. Will it grow back though? I mean, only time will tell. You don't want to sit around and watch, but no. <laughs> well, I can pour some salt on it. See if that does anything. <laughs> <laughs> Or it could set it on fire because you know arachnophobia tells us that you set you set spiders on fire. That's a question here. What's so what happened while we got? The only one we don't know the whereabouts is is, is Mr. Felicia's father. <laughs> Mr. Felicia's father. Mr. Felicia's father. Okay. Oh, I that's the about him. that's the only on it and shadow demon that you hit a couple times in the head and retreated to Why? the. Well, looks like you got everything covered down here. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Do you, uh, did you happen to see where the old guy went, her father? No. I'm assuming he's old. Uh... No, I don't know where he went. Do we want to find him? We could either... I mean, we've killed all of his friends, his could, daughter. We, we could either find him and try to figure, stop what's going on, or we can just burn this fucker down and get the hell out of here. Let's burn the place down. <laughs> what happened to Cliff, y'all? <laughs> let's have hey, another. Let's have another clip in her lead. Well, I was gonna say, <laughs> my condolences, my, my thoughts and prayers for your brother. Oh, do I even know he's dead? Like, was he in front? I don't think he, he would. Well, I mean, he's just no, told you. You're upstairs. He, he, he witnessed it. So yeah, yeah. He, see that he, he he's he's not in vain. He gave him, he has his weapon. <laughs> So, can we just say that when she's like, oh, good, Cliff died, that he just floats through the room with two middle fingers and just kind of flo- <laughs> floats <laughs> through the ceiling yeah. like that? He's like, fuck you, too. He just floats through the scene with two can middle we fingers see on him as he floats through the room. Does he need to pull a break for that? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> dead. Does he need to put a brick in place for that? I think that could do more damage. <laughs> Cliff is, you know. He's like, can't get this beer, and he hears his name brought up. And he's like, oh, they remember me. And then there's no reaction from his sister, really. So he's like, oh, ugh. He's like, it's going to be so nice not to be a babysitter. He's like, maybe I'll channel Stone Cold Cliff Austin, and yeah. you know. That's the bottom line, because Cliff said so. All right. So you guys are are trying to decide. You're off you're, right now. The best plan you've come up with is burn the mother to the ground, or go find the find the dead. I mean, I mean, if we burn the, the mother to the ground, but it doesn't necessarily mean all this stuff is going to be taken care of. Shouldn't we find some answers? I'm gonna. Why are you you so in no you in no way have to agree. One of you right, can say, well, "I'm done," and go, and while the other one. You know, you are independent to make up your own choices. All right. Well, all of his friends are dead. What more can he really do? But what do we have to douse the house in? Make sure there's alcohol all over the house. Probably a lot of it is spilled at this point. Yeah. There was that one room covered in alcohol, right? Bottles, or that's where they were keeping it. Already gone bad. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just dump it all out and set it on fire. Oh, yeah, just light up that room. I'm sure it'll take care of itself. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go with lighting the house. All right. The the house all right. So you guys make your way over to the guest bedroom. You see now that the that the clown picture is just gray and like it's been decaying, just sitting there forever. 
uh, and you, you begin to pour the alcohol out. You douse the bed, you douse the carpet, you I'm pour it all along with this. And you get your lighter out, you flick it. I don't like where this is going. And you hear, I don't think that's the best idea you've ever had. You turn around and you say, Mr. Felicia's father. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you see Mr. Felicia's father standing there and he has two of the ceremonial daggers and he has ripped off his shirt. See, he has carved a pentagram into his, into his chest. And he, he says, this is, he said, this is not the solution to your problems. We will just, we've opened the gate already. The damage is done. Gate, what gate? And he says, I'm not here to answer your questions and comes after you. Oh, yo, let's bring it on, old man. All right. <laughs> let's bowl. I'm just going to remind you that you have the option of sacrificing yourself and knocking over the tower. I mean, let's... Okay. Oh my god. In mid-sentence, he just pulled the piece out. It's only half the battle. So yeah, he comes at you, and he's just smiling, just grinning. And he he jumps at you with these daggers. Oh. But you get you get up under him. You're a little quicker. You're spryer. You used to take martial arts. <laughs> what was that move? I don't know. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And so you bring up this this blackjack right into his right into his chin, and he's got his tongue hanging out. And you just crack his teeth, and his, the tip of his tongue just falls out of his mouth. And he pulls his arms in and just kind of lands against you, and puts one hand up to his tongue, his mouth. What's going on with Sparky? I'm just watching right, right. now. <laughs> he has one hand up to his mouth. Probably coming at me with the other hand. Yeah. So instinctively, go over and I. I don't want to hit. I don't know. I try to grab it and twist the knife. Okay. Grab it to where he can twist and he drops the knife. All right, you know what you're doing. Yeah, that hand is definitely. He's dropped one knife and grabbed his mouth, and that hand is definitely coming in to try to get this blade between your ribs. <laughs> And yeah, you reach and you do, you you grab his arm, but unfortunately you did it with the hand that's holding the blackjack. So you don't you don't get a good grip. So he just pulls his hand out, shakes it, and just grabs you, pulls you in, and just drives this dagger straight up into your sternum. And you just you feel it go in and you feel it hit your heart. So yeah, you have just watched this guy. You don't really know, but you've, you've, you've kind of fought with him. You've, he's kind of been your compatriot in this. Just get just brutally stabbed by Mr. Felicia's father. I mean, he's just like everybody else in the house. I was watching them stab everybody else too yeah. and going with it, so. Yeah. It's a situation you're used to. So what's your plan? Mr. Felicia's father is right there. Hmm. I wonder, they've opened the gates. He's not going to answer any of my questions. Do you think he'll answer my questions? He wouldn't answer his. And he pulls the knife out and Pete's body just crumbles to the ground. And he takes the knife and he kind of just wipes the blood over this, this pentagram that he's carved into his chest. With your heart blood, bro. <laughs> and, he tur- and he turns to you and he's just staring at you kind of Breathing in, you know, you see his shoulders rise and fall as he breathes in. He says, what's your move? 
What do we do now? He says, well, we can, we can certainly fight this out, but it's going to go my way. Or you can join me and we can, we can see what else we can bring forth into this world. See, I would have joined you before, but your clown tried to rip my head open. So is that going to happen again? Because I'm not down for dying and by anything other than my own hand. Automate down with the clown. <laughs> he says, I just hear that in my ear. <laughs> he says, well, that was... He says, if you are truly with me in this endeavor, you will be safe. Where do we go? What are we doing? <laughs> well, we will... We will make sure to finish the blood sacrifice. He said it's clearly not finished yet because the gate would. Have... <laughs> he said there would there would be far more than what you've encountered so far. Don't trust him. There's blood everywhere. There is blood so, everywhere. So there, well, there must be more. So who do we kill next? Well, we would have to find them because there must be more that have that are still alive. Did you invite exactly enough people to this party to open this gate? Yes. <laughs> that includes so you. So they're hiding? I mean, would you normally? I mean, we were confused when you started chanting with us. You guys are cool, except for that you're vegan. That's really weird, but you no, know, I'm just gonna go with it. It's only vegan because the missus made me be vegan. She kind of dictated that on the family. So she's out of the picture now. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for a steak. I'm, re- I, you know, I, I'm certainly ready for steak now. Can we kill a cow and use that as a blood sacrifice and have a steak at the same time? I feel like that's. I feel like you should know the answer to that. Yeah. Well. Kind of motions to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you think about that before you tried this? Have you tried that before and it does not work? You kind of. Rubs his head. He's like, you know, do you do you think I'd go to the trouble of of inviting of having a party and inviting all these kids if a cow would work? I mean, yeah, because the kids may be easier than to wrangle up a bunch of cows in your house. To have to be in your house to open up this uh, blood thing. He says it doesn't have it doesn't have to be in the house. It but it it has to be people. And you just have to kill a certain number of people? I feel like you're getting lost in the details. How many more people do we have to kill? 60. That's how many were here. I mean, that's not more. There are 60 here. We had to kill 60 in total. And since this place isn't swarming with demons, that means there must be some still hiding. Yeah, but you invited me. That would mean you would have to kill me. I would be part of the 60. You're smarter than you look. He starts walking towards you. <laughs> 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 Shouldn't have asked for a knife first. <laughs> Alright, well I still got my bottle of tequila, right? Uh, yes, you are in a room that is a plenty of alcohol. Alright, well I'm gonna set this motherfucker on fire. Yeah. I'm gonna assume he's like hairy chested man, like he's gonna, you know, at least <laughs> something's gonna yeah. if he's cause you need did he take his shirt off? Oh he yeah. Did. yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna need him to like have a hair sweater so that he just goes up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Okay, so now I've got to pull the tile, Luma. Yeah. At least it's been reset. Thanks for that. I should have, I thought I should have just push it over to kill the guy. I know. I was trying to get you to do that. Well, I, I got cocky and I got one to move. And I was excited. 
They got cocky. Just, I, I, just, I, I was about to. I'd already, already made a ghost, a, a shadow demon run away and destroyed a spider demon. Spider Man. So yeah, you take your tequila bottle and you just start splashing it on him, and he's he's laughing. I mean, this would be burning this thing on him, but he seems not to notice. And he, he likes he just he stuff. keeps walking. So I think it's lighter time. All right, lighter time. Yeah, you. Light it and press it to that man's hairy chest. And, <laughs> yes. And it goes up. And yeah, he 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 screams. So he reaches out to to embrace you and 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 take you with him. Oh hell no! <laughs> no no. Bye. I'm gonna run. Uh, bye, Mr. Felicia's father. Well, you know what you're gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to pull a fucking towel. <laughs> He reaches out to grab you, and you duck under him and, and make a run for the door. You run out. You're hopping over bodies, and you see the front door, and you start taking off towards it. And you lower your shoulder, and you're like, no, this door probably opens inwards. So you pull your shoulder up, and you open the door, and you run out. And you're in the free. You breathe in the deep, the, the deep breath of country air as you hear the screaming of Mr. Felicia's father <laughs> from behind you and the crackling of the house. And you jump in your solstice. You crank the engine and you peel out of there. Bye, <laughs> And so the house, as, as Sparky, speeds off to safety. The house is going up in flames. And we come on a scene of two ghosts sliding <laughs> eternally down the banister. Yes! Yes! Banister bros! Bruce Banister! Yeah. Banister sell me! <laughs> and we fade to black. <laughs> and, and the credits roll. And then... And then there's an after credit? And then, at the end of the credits, it comes up. And you have, and it, the, the camera focuses in on this smoldering pile of house and just charred bodies. And in out of the middle of it, you see this black shadow demon just claw its way out. And it comes at the camera, and we cut to black. And that's dread. it for this episode i hope you enjoyed our truly terrifying game of dread this halloween our intro music this week was provided by kenny manderscheid give him a look on facebook kmndrs for more of his stuff it's truly spooky check back with us later this week for our game of inspectors have a happy happy halloween <laughs>